0: Hey, everybody, it's Mike from The Mike Whitener Show. If you like The Mike Whitener Show and you want to make your own podcast, well, let me tell you about anchor first of all it's free secondly there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer you can also add any song from spotify directly to your episodes the possibilities are endless anchor will distribute your podcast for you keep your heard on spotify apple Podcasts, many more you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place so download the free anchor app or go to anchor fm to get started
1: the mike wagner show is powered by sonic web studios If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Sonic Web Studios specializes in custom web design, app development, social networking, search engine optimization, domain registration, email marketing, online stores, and more. Since our birth, we have been designing and developing immaculate websites and providing web solutions which are a cut above the rest. As a leading web designing enterprise, we have a team of extremely talented web designers Designers who are well-focused and have the experience of working on multiple web developing platforms such as PHP, Magento, custom WordPress, and more. Sonic Web Studios has been helping businesses of all kinds, whether big, small, established, or startup, impress their audiences with exemplary web solutions. We don't just create beautiful and functional websites, we give you a complete online solution with the main goal of enhancing your yearly revenues. We aim to give your business the online exposure and brand acknowledgement that will help you in achieving Increased conversions leading to profitable sales. Call 1 800 Three nine six zero, or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Sonic Web Studios specializes in custom web design, app development, social networking, search engine optimization, domain registration, email marketing, online stores, and more. Since our birth, we have been designing and developing immaculate websites and providing web solutions which are a cut above the rest. As a leading web designing enterprise, we have a team of extremely talented web designers who are well-focused and have the experience of working on multiple web developing platforms such as PHP, Magento, Custom WordPress, and more. Sonic Web Studios has been helping businesses of all kinds whether big, small, established or startup impress their audiences with exemplary web solutions. We don't just create beautiful and functional websites, we give you a complete online solution with the main goal of enhancing your yearly revenues. We aim to give your business the online exposure and brand acknowledgement that will help you in achieving increased conversions leading to profitable sales. Call 1-800-303 3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention the Mike Wagner show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level.
0: Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner show. It's time to give a shout out to our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner show, international award-winning author Mian Moson Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, then you'll love Missing by Mia Moson Zia, available on Amazon and pay- Paperback and ebook missing is fast paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist it takes place in four countries with two strangers and one target where truth is an illusion and those you love will be the first to go missing it's available in paperback and ebook on amazon missing by mian mosin zia has garnered great reviews and is even loved by hollywood celebrities including joanna cassidy forbes riley and many others so grab your copy today order missing by mian mosin zia now available at amazon
2: It's now time for The Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. The Mike Wagner Show can be heard on Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, iTunes, Anchor FM, Radio Public, and the themikewagnershow.com. Mike brings you great guests and interesting people from all across the globe. So sit back, relax, and enjoy another great episode of The Mike Wagner Show.
0: Hey it's Mike from the Mike Widener Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at Studios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1 800 303 3960. That's 1 800 303 3960. Or email to support at Studios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show, get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout out to our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, International Warring author Mia Molsonzia. If you love fast paced mysteries, you love Missing by Me and Molson Zia, available on Amazon, paperback, and ebook. Missing is fast paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries, two strangers, and one target, where truth is an illusion and those you love be the first to go missing. It's available on Amazon, and paperback, and ebook. Missing by Me and Molson Zia has garnered great reviews and even loved and endorsed by Hollywood celebrities, including Joanna Cassidy, Forge Riley, and others. So grab your copy today of Four Girls Missing by Me and Molson Zia, available on Amazon. Also, The Mike Widener Show can be here on The Mike Widener Show. Dot com. You can check our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Mike Widener show. You can download and listen on Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify and iHeartRadio. Also on Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible and Apple. Coming soon to Podbean, Buzzsprout, Pandora and TuneIn and Her Worldwide on Geo7, Radio Public, Himalaya and more. Take the Mike Widener show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener show on the YouTube channel and follow the Mike Widener show on Instagram and Twitter and check our merchandise on the Mike Widener show. T-shirts, throw pillows and Tote bags, pop sockets, hoodies, and more. And um, check out the Amazon.com and um, Mike Wagner Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, including um, phone cases, t shirts, and more, go to the Me and Mosin Zia store on Amazon. Also, check out his books, Missing and More, Amazon.com slash Me and Mosin Zia. And also, make sure you uh, give generously to the Mike Show.com and also support us on anchor.fm slash support and PayPal. Make sure you donate today. We're here with two terrific gentlemen based out of the East Coast, and of course, we have this gentleman on who's been on a, a number of uh, shows and he's made quite a few appearances on the Mike Wagner show, going all the way back to wow, was it August, September, of 2018? It feels like 17 we met or 18, ye-
3: 18
0: or 17, yeah, yeah, we met yesterday. It was somewhere around there, and we got a guy who's also um got. got show called the bs show which is um on the verge of becoming very popular. so we got two comedians going at it just talking nothing about bs and live ladies and gentlemen from the plus studios on the east coast we've got alan the g man Getlin and steph best known as the bi show guys good morning good afternoon good evening thanks for joining us and alan you're always a joy to have
4: going, on. To be on, <laughs> be going to be on mic, and i'll let my partner do a little talking about uh how we met maybe and uh what we're doing now steph take it over
5: all right. Well, my name is Stefan Sindoni. Uh, they call me Steph. Well, Alan calls me Steph. And now the show is Steph because I, I do a lot of things on YouTube. I'm, I'm a longtime YouTuber with probably over a thousand videos on YouTube wow. on a variety of subjects. And Alan uh, and I, uh, well, we, we talked about that. My love for comedy, though, began at an early age. My earliest memories began like about 1960. So I'm kind of dating myself I grew up watching uh, shows, cartoons like Popeye the Sailor, Rocky and Bullwinkle and oh, the Flintstones
0: yeah. to name a few. <laughs> and and that's Al- my Biden favorite, the Flintstones. And now will Al- Al- yeah.
5: banned
4: his because those are the only ones he watched. He has nothing to watch on <laughs> Saturday mornings
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we miss having our bowl of cereal with milk. It's like, oh, my gosh, in our can't pajamas. Have
4: with, can't have pancakes with Andrew Mime anymore. <laughs>
5: yeah. You know, and, and, and then thereafter, after school, after I did my homework, of course. I'd watch The Three Stooges and Abbott and Costello. Mm-hmm. And by an early age, I was hooked on comedy. You know, shows like The Honeymooners, F troop McHale's Navy, Get Smart. They were a big influence on my early life.
4: Where the fuck are we? Where the fuck
5: are we? And, you know, it's interesting. Al and I were, were about the same age here. And, and he did what I did. I would beg my mother to stay up on a Friday night to watch Johnny Carson because I wanted to hear the opening monologue, but they wouldn't let me watch it during the week. So it would only be Friday. But every mm-hmm. every time Friday would come around, I'd probably fall asleep. So I didn't get to see it every Friday that I wanted to, but I was allowed to watch it, you know, when there was no school on Saturday. Uh, it was on The Tonight Show. I first watched comedians like Jerry Lewis, Dean Martin, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, Don Rickles, Dom DeLuise, Foster Brooks, and Alan, and my favorite, Buddy Hackett. I mean, these guys oh, were, the, yeah. were the best. You know, best. You know and Alan could, could tell you, comedians like Johnny Carson, the host, there was never a talk show ever again, you know, that, that was that quality and that good. Every night, Johnny had a phenomenal show. And I was blessed just to get to watch it maybe, you know, once a month at that age. But I was hooked. Later on, I went through my life working in this, that, and the other thing. But around the year 2000, the comedy bug, you know, I got the comedy bug. So I said, you know, I had a day off. I said, let me go into the city and start to do some open mics. So I go to do some open mics. And there I am waiting online. line. I've got my lines. I can never forget the guy in front of me, you know, who was gray-haired, disheveled. It looked like a school teacher in any event. Turned out to be Larry David of... Uh, Seinfeld. And he was doing, he was in front of me and you know how comedians are. I'm, I'm too busy trying to figure out, I got to follow him. So I really didn't, you know, pay too much attention because most comedians don't. And I said, yeah, he was pretty good, but I can't recall what his bit was, but I know he did topical comedy and I think that's pretty good, but I would go see guys like him perform. And while I would go to these uh, open mics, i make friends with the comedians. I said, you know, uh, guys, if, if I can find a comedy club in New Jersey, that's where I was living, would you come out and uh, perform for me? Now a lot of these guys were coming up, so they weren't that good yet. I couldn't pay them that much. So I went and found a comedy club in uh, New Jersey. I said, just give me one chance. You know, just give me one chance if you don't like what I'm doing. And turned out they liked what I was doing. And uh, so I started hosting shows. I wasn't a comedian but I was hosting shows because after figure after watching Johnny Carson and Dean Martin for all those years, I said, gee, this looks like fun. Mm -hmm. And if it's fun and I, you know, and I want to do it, then just, you know, nothing should stop me. The only thing should stop me is desire. And I got the desire to set it on fire. So that's what I did. And I didn't need to be funny, but the people, they set the table you know, for the comedy. But I always listened to the acts to make sure that was the kind of product that I wanted to put out. And uh, lo and behold, I was getting like 250 people to the shows. Wow. And that wasn't bad in small towns because I I defy anyone to tell me, you know, where do you see a comedy club? Even in Vegas, I have 250 people to fill the room. And I was doing that. And I go, gee, you know, you know, that's when I knew that I found my thrill. Like it wasn't Blueberry Hill, it was in New Jersey, <laughs> but it, it didn't matter. So around that time, I had Got my material together. I uh, I really wasn't doing stand-up stand-up. So I said, you know what? I'm a good guy with computers, creating graphics and all that. I said, why don't I create a, a comedy CD? And I did called It's a Crazy World. And people, you can find it on YouTube. And I think I have it on the BS show. I put up like four or five bits in it. And just to show people, you know what? He was more than a host of his show. He does have creative ability, have writing ability. But I always appreciate it, you know, where where the comedy came from, who the pioneers were. In 2013, I was returning from California. I was filming some scenes in a movie that uh, never got released, but we're still working on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had to change trains in Chicago. And while I'm in Chicago, and not too far from me, Alan's going to pick up there, yes. but I'm in the Amtrak station. I just got there from uh, the long ride on the other train. And I'm sitting there and this is Chinese man. And he's frantically walking back and forth, and he's got this large box, and he's he he's walking around like really really nervous and panicking. Everybody's looking at him. Finally, he goes over to the Amtrak counter, and he's got this box, and they're telling him that he cannot get on the train unless he retapes the box. So my first impression of this guy it was that he was a little he was high as a kite. So. Not thinking I would ever see him again, or that I'm thinking I'm going to get on my train. because I wasn't sure if he was getting on the same train, but I knew he was going east, you know, from where we were in Chicago. Mm-hmm. After boarding the, the train, Alan, who I didn't know at the time, was sitting directly across from me. And here is where I'm going to let Alan finish the story. Alan, can you pick it up from there?
4: Yeah. So we we were sitting by each other, across from each other, and it was about four or five other people. They were from New York, from Albany and Buffalo. We started bullshit and we found out we had a lot in common and we started talking and laughing, telling jokes. And uh, Stefan was married for 20, 20 minutes to a girl on the train. but well, that's besides the point.
5: Anyway. <laughs> that's a story in itself. <laughs> yeah. Alan, can I, <laughs> Al- yeah. Alan, Alan, can I tell that story?
4: Yeah, yeah tell that story. Go ahead.
3: Uh, uh,
5: while this chinese guy is frantic in the train station some woman says can i sit next to you I "Sure, why not open seat so never thinking that when i got on the train that she was next to me so now when i board the train she's sitting next to me alan's on the other side so the woman getting close to me next thing you know she's got her head on my shoulder she's falling asleep all of a sudden you know she wants to marry me and Alan's is looking at me <laughs> like wait wait,
4: wait. Uh, wait wait she had she had her head somewhere else it wasn't on your shoulder pal okay. so that straight with a blanket on your lap okay we're not we're not going to go there we'll leave that alone but
5: anyway so I think she, you just she, did <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
4: know. But anyway, so we're all bullshitting and talking and laughing. The train pulls out and he's walking up and down the aisle and we're not really paying attention to him. But we see this guy, this Chinese guy walking up and down the aisle and we're like, what the hell's with this guy? And we're not paying attention because we're just laughing, and having fun. Hey, I'm you know, I'm from Jersey. I'm from New York. I'm from Buffalo. I'm from Albany. And uh, the train took took off sometime in the afternoon and we're all bullshitting and, and we're playing some games or just joking around all of us. And around eleven o'clock at night, we're in we're we're going through Cleveland, Ohio, I think, at that time. And I decided I have to go to the bathroom. So I opened the bathroom door and the Chinese guy is sitting in the back of the car with the conductor next to him and his box is right there also. But I don't know anything about I mean, I saw him in the in the train station. We all saw him because he was running around like for like 45 minutes in the train station, like going crazy. We don't know what the hell was going on, and we found out about the box not being taped properly. And the Amtrak lady actually taped it for him. So I go to the bathroom and I open the bathroom door, and it reeks. I mean, it totally reeks of marijuana. I mean, the guy Ooh. must have had three or four joints in there, you know. <laughs> and so I go back and I tell everybody, "And their lab, what, what idiot will do that?" It's got no. <laughs> and so the next, we go to sleep. And the next morning, we get up around 8, 8.30, and, and and the conductor gets out of PA and says, listen, we're pulling into uh, I think it's Albany. I think we could, no, Buffalo? Was it Buffalo?
5: It was Buffalo. Buffalo.
4: Buffalo, Pull into Buffalo, and he says, listen, the Border Patrol is doing a spot check on IDs, and everybody in this car has to get off. They're going to check a few IDs, and then they're going to let everybody back on. So we pull up to the train station, and we notice there's the Buffalo Police, there's the Amtrak Police, and the Border Patrol sitting there, and so we get off. There's about I would say in our car maybe 12 or 15 people roughly, so we all get off. But we notice nobody else is getting off but us, and so they check a couple IDs, and we we get back on. But they're not letting the Chinese guy. Your they tell him your luggage and your box are coming off, and there we pull out, and they're talking to him. And we have no idea what's going on. And then we get to, I think, Walbany, right? It was a 20-minute rest area. Yes. Uh, we, get, we get some normal food because the, the food on the train truly sucked.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they said you could rest your legs if you have to take your bathroom because the bathrooms are small on the train, but whatever. So as we're getting off, the conductor says, you know what happened to that guy? And we're like, no. Well, he got arrested. And so we say, what for? Well, in the box that wasn't taped up that he made the Amtrak lady tape for him was a three pound brick of marijuana. Now he went from, from uh, Chicago, to, from Illinois through Ohio and now you're in New York, that's a federal offense because you now cross lines with three pounds of marijuana. So we don't think we're gonna see him for a while anyway but this is how we met and Steph is in New York and I'm in New Jersey. And we're not that far apart from each other, really. We're about an hour, maybe. And so we became friends over this. And Steph actually goes for a massage in Chinatown in New York City, and he thinks the guy is giving him a massage. Maybe the guy from the train that He got out a little early. <laughs>
5: so- yeah, yeah, because uh, the guy the guy introduced himself and uh, he called himself Jackie Hands. So the guy, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Hands. Oh my God,
0: Jackie Hands.
4: <laughs> as, as opposed to one hung low. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, or 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 bend over or uh, bend over, or, right. or 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 someone feels like crap who flung poo <laughs> right. <Crack one> up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: so, so we became friends through this and and i've done a few things for for stefan sandoni productions which he does some interviews i've done some interviews with him uh you can't make this shit up and a few other ones yeah. right
5: yeah, we did and the other one, uh, Sleeping with the Fishes. when well, We Sleeping talked about the, the Mafia, Mafia, right. stories. <laughs>
4: right. Mafia stories. And about two months ago or three months ago, about three months ago, um, Steph is very technical and he just loves my humor. I don't know why, but he does. It's not good humor. It's, you know, it's a chocolatey clear, but we're going to go there. Yeah. But, anyway, <laughs> uh, but we came up with this idea between the two of us to, I named the show and he's the technical guy and we called it the BS show. And it's two guys just bullshitting. Um, We have some stuff on Zazzle that we can, that we saw, that we're going to sell. We're going to have some shirts made up. Um, And anyway, it's two guys talking about, we do idioms for idiots. Um, If you know what an idiom is, uh, and I'll explain it to some people if they don't know. It's like um, you step on a crack and you break your mother's back. Where does that come? How does that equate that you step on a crack and your mother's going to break her back? Where did that come
5: from? Oh, the best of both worlds. worlds. Things like that.
4: Or um, a pinch of salt. I mean, where is this coming from? And what does it really mean? You know, so we do stuff like that. Um, We do uh, some stories about my lift, my lift driving stories and some of my dating stories. And I pick on uh, some of the commercials that are on TV right now. Like there's a new one. I don't know if you saw it yet, Mike, about Coors Light is the, the official beer of, of removing your bra. Now, what happens if you don't wear a bra?
0: <laughs> removing your bra? Oh, my gosh. If you have to remove the bra, I, I'm in trouble, literally.
4: <laughs> or so we are. Mean, so does that mean as a guy, you can take your pants off? While you're your pants off? <laughs> you know what I mean? This is, this is a, a commercial that's been showing in New York. And all the, like when I, yeah I, I'm a Yankee fan, so when I watch the Yankees, this commercial comes on, and it just came out a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, really? What if you're a guy? I mean, does it mean, you mean you got to take your pants off or what when you drink Fourth like <laughs> or what? I don't get it. But anyway, so we pick on stuff like that, and a couple of um, stories we tell about.
5: Uh, yeah, we pick and up uh, topics too about what's going on right now. For, yeah, for example.
3: Stuff, yeah.
5: And then I'm I'm I've been a researcher for a number of years, and every time I find something. I like to put it out there. So we have a segment at the end of the show. And you know, if I've I got did. something hot, I'll, I'll put up a, a photo of De Niro, analyze this, and I'll have Alan just uh, analyze right. what I'm putting up. Right. You know, right. is this BS or could this be, you know, real stuff? Right. right. <laughs> you know, let, we, let you be the judge of it. And Alan will go ahead and uh, right. And he'd and analyze then, it. So we have stuff like mean? that going on.
4: Yeah, and then there's a sports announcer in New York uh, named Michael K. Does the Yankees on TV, and he uh, says some stupid things. As a matter of fact, there was a big article about him in the New York Post today, about all the stuff that I've been talking about. You know, he'll say that uh, the guy made a full body dive. Well, you can't make a half body dive, you moron. You
3: know?
4: <laughs> or if if a guy hits a, a, a pop up, he'll go a sky high pop up. Well, it can't be a dirt high pop up, you moron. <laughs> or or, so, or an um, average pop up. Yeah, an average pop up, right? So I pick up on these things and I make kind of fun of the guy you know because uh, he just says some outrageous stuff and it just so happens that the New York Post today had a big article about some of the things that he says so they're picking up on our, our
5: it's story. interesting Alan you're right we've been doing some things because we've done the show for 10 weeks now uh, Thursday night will be number Thursday 11 be
3: and, I remember, which I can't
5: outrageous. yeah I, I, it's just taking on its own uh, identity and uh, we're having fun it's about having fun two guys meeting on the train and right. just BSing If you like it, tune in. If you don't like it, we're going to do it because we're enjoying it. It's not for the love of money, although it wouldn't hurt to have it. (laughs) But uh, when you do something for labor love, the money mystique will follow. So I'm looking at this like, you know what? The investment is in my time and my time is valuable. And my friendship with Alan uh, is uh, priceless. And you can't put a dollar figure on friendship because you can go through your whole life and you may only have a couple of friends.
3: Mm
5: -hmm. A story just comes up and Alan, I got to tell it. We were doing this thing about the mafia and whatever. And I worked for a company. I didn't know that they were connected. But the owner of the company said to me, would you rather have a million dollars or a million friends? No. I said, give me the million dollars. You know, you can keep the friends, you know. Wrong answer. I'm on a plane when I'm going to Georgia. And I look over them. him, you know. It's like I'm talking to the godfather almost. And uh, I said, okay, so what's the answer? He says, well, the answer is I'd rather have the friends. I says, tell me why. He says, well, if you've got a million friends, you can borrow $2 from each one of them, and you don't even have to pay it back. Ha! Huh, interesting.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> so I thought about it. I go, gee, you know, that's, that's a good point. You know, how to make friends and uh, increase your, your wallet at the same time. So this is what Thanks. I kind of learned from one of these uh, these wise guys, supposedly. And I realized that, you know, friends are important. So building like a social network, like you've got, you've got a lot of people that become your friends or, you know, and... Uh,
3: mm-hmm.
4: what? And, and Mike, we tell stories about everyday life, things that happen in everyday life. Like, for instance, we had... A, uh, this is a true story. This happened two weeks ago to me. And he knows because we had this on the show. Um, I don't know if you have... Uh, quick checks up by you. It's a convenience store with a gas station, okay? I don't know if they got them by you. And I went to buy a candy bar and I noticed that I had a bunch of 20s and I had a $2 bill. So the candy was $1. seventy. So I said, "No i breaking the 20, I tried to put the $2 bill in the machine, the Quick the Quick Express. And of course, they're not calibrated for $2 bills. So I didn't realize that. And I realized they have to put it in three times that the machine's not taking this $2 bill. So I said to that guy in the counter, I said, could you give me two singles for this two, for this $2 bill? And the guy says, I can't take that. It's phony. Well, first of all, if you're going to make phony bills, you're not going to make $2 bills. You're going to make 20s, 50s, or 100s, not $2. But anyway, (laughs) he says, I can't take this $2 bill. I said, listen, I need two singles to put in the machine to buy my candy bar. So he says, well, I can't take it. So the guy next to me says, "Why, why not? The guy... It's legal, you know. It's two dollars. So I, said, I just got this. From, I just got this from the bank the other day. What are you talking about? So anyway, he goes out from the counter. He goes all the way to the back of the deli, and I hear some guy say, "What the hell do you want?" I guess he was on break, and he says, "Well, the guy wants two singles for a two-dollar bill." And The guy says, "Well, give it to him." It to What's the so he comes back and he says, "Okay." The guy says, "I can give you the." He says, "You know, it's my first day." Well, I don't know if it's your first day or your last day, kid, but it's a two-dollar bill. It, you know, it's been around for what twenty years, twenty-five years. I don't know.
3: Oh my God!
4: So that—that's a true story. You can't make up, Mike. Right? And that's really we, we put yeah. that on the show because
5: yeah, that 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 two dollar bill is around longer than he he was an itch in his daddy's pants. I'll tell you that. <laughs>
4: Apparently, the best part of the thing didn't run down his, his mother's leg, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't go there. So
5: we, I we think, I think when that. they said brains, he thought they said trains, He's and he saying, headed no, for he the doesn't. caboose. <laughs> no, a car this. behind us with the Chinese guy in front yeah. of us.
0: Oh, that's my that's God. Or, or maybe he thought it was like um, a, a $2 with $2 bill in that uh, untaped box or something, or it took like yeah, a $2 thought, bill.
4: He thought the $2 bill was phony. Now, if you're going to make phony bills, you're not making a $2 bill phony. I'm gonna. I got two thousand two dollar bills on my house. Really, I'm gonna make fifties or hundreds or twenties. I'm not making two dollars. That's for sure. So it was just you know these. We tell stories like this uh, on you know everyday life when people don't pay attention to. You know, like I tell a story about um, I went to buy a pair of pants in Macy's, and the pants were thirty five dollars and the belt was seventy five because it was Bruno somebody's. Really, the belts more than the pants. Really,
3: <laughs> uh, there's
4: nothing wrong with that story. There's something wrong. There. I don't care if it's a designer belt or not. It shouldn't be more than the pants, you know? So we tell stories like that, everyday life and stuff like that. And we're on show number 11, and we're going to go to number 200, hopefully. Yeah, we, and
3: um,
5: yeah, we also, uh, during the show, I go out and I do karaoke uh, on weekends. And right. if I find a performance that I think is worthy of the BS show, I'll right. put it up on the show. So we have some entertainment and uh make it interesting, more like a variety. We started with just BS and all of a sudden I start sprinkling this in and sprinkling that. Like I said, I'm, I'm very creative. I'm not challenged when it comes to making movies. I've, i produced my own show. I've uh, had a show in California, Legends, Mystery and more. I've uh, produced Nancy Wallace's podcast, uh, on blog talk. I've had my own uh, for Lennox guy uh, for t- to uh, teach people Lennox. And uh, I did live streams years back. And then when StreamYard came along, I'm going to give them a plug. I go, gee, this is affordable. Uh, I've got all the components already. I know how to do it all. I've done it all. I've been a one-man band. Uh, as you know, it's not easy for one person to be uh, the one-man band and have his own show unless you have conviction, unless you have passion, unless you have confidence. You're not, you're not going solo. is very difficult. And I, I give you credit. Because I know what you have to do, what's involved in one person getting everything, assimilating it all, putting it all together, and then making it palatable for people to watch every week, and want to come back and tell their friends about it. Because if you know, if you do something bad, you'll probably tell 53 people about what happened. But if mm-hmm. you do something good, they may only tell three people. So you know, it's getting a lot of impressions out in advertising is for you to get you know your marketing to the right person for them to make it saleable so you've got a lot of things going on and I commend you for what I'm seeing and I realize that if you didn't like what you do you wouldn't be as good as you are at what you're doing and it's an honor for me to come on with you tonight because I realize you are a quintessential host and someone who uh, deserves another 30 stations or you know the
3: to double your market.
0: <laughs> well, well, it's greatly appreciated as well, too. And we had Alan on the first time around. And um, the favorite story I heard from you, Alan, was you're on the set with Jennifer Aniston. It's like, oh, yeah, I yeah. love hearing that story over and never over again. It never gets oh, old.
4: So <laughs> I did a movie with Jennifer Aniston called The Bounty Hunter at Monmouth Racetrack in New Jersey. And I believe it's Bradley Cooper. I always get Bradley Cooper and uh, what's the other guy? I him Anderson? Brothers. No, I get the, the, the other guy that she, that, um, it was Bradley Cooper though. So Bradley Cooper and her, uh, go out to lunch and I'm basically about four or five rows behind her. And I don't know what they did at lunch. I think they might've, I don't know if they went to a hotel or motel or got drunk. I don't know. But she, she had like a line, like, don't, don't bother me anymore. And she couldn't remember it. I knew the line better than her. <laughs> and they took the, they did the take like 60 times. I'm like, really lady? How dumb are you? I mean, what the hell did you do during lunchtime? Did you get laid or did you have drinks or what the hell happened here? I don't know. I mean, it wasn't that difficult. It wasn't like you had a long line or, or you know, a big speech. It was like, don't bother me anymore. And she couldn't remember it. And I never, I never forgot that, you know, and um, just made an impression on me. Like, how dumb are you, lady? Or what the hell went on during lunchtime? What, I mean, there's a couple of little motels around, around on, on where they were. And, and I know some of the restaurants where they were. Did they get drunk? I don't know what the hell that happened because they went off on their own, you know. Um, but I was an extra in it. And, of course, if you blink, you miss me. But I got paid.
0: I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and, and, of course, yeah. you also been in commercials as well, too. And, of course, um, you know, I you love your story about uh, Vince McMahon, too, that uh, oh, you're yeah, spell and um That's a good story. Yeah,
4: that's a very good story for you guys who don't know this. I don't even know if Steph knows the story.
0: No, I don't. Um, no, no. One of the first things I
4: ever did, and act. I shouldn't say the first thing, but when I got back into acting in my later stages of my life, which whatever. Um, but I had an agent who who was very nice to me, very good to me. And unfortunately, they they closed up, but they were they got me a lot of good stuff. And they got me in this gig where they call me up and they say, "Listen, they're going to do a commercial with WWE and Stacker 2. This was like 2001 um, when um, XFL was around. And they're looking for guys over six feet. At the time, I was about 240 pounds. So now I'm about 215. But We won't go there. And I'm about 6'2", 6'3". So they want everybody over six feet. And they wanted guys anywhere from 200 to two, 290 to play in this commercial. And um, so anyway, um, she tells me it pays $1,800. And I'm like, okay, two grand. Actually, it paid two grand, actually. And so I'm getting excited, like, whoa, two grand. woohoo! And anyway, so I had to from my house to New York City is about an hour. I had to be in New York City for five o'clock. No, for six o'clock in the morning. So I had to leave my house around four thirty, roughly. Um, I took off a day of work. Um, I get into the city. There's a bunch of guys. We all met in this one spot, and they're taking us in this 15-passenger van. And we're all talking, "Where are you from? Where are you from?" We don't know where they're going. And it was in the like a middle of December, so now it's dark. You know, it's dark in the morning yet, still till like seven, eight, nine o'clock. Um, and so we drive up to Rockland County, New York, into Rockland Park, and they put us in this little tent. And they go, "Listen, you, we have something for you. You must sign it before you get in the commercial." So we we all look at it, and it's a 35-page waiver from the WWE saying that if you get hurt. You can't sue Vince McMahon, basically. Of course, you needed a lawyer to, to understand that it was all like, you know, the first party, second party, blah, 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 you know, all kind of crap. Mumble jumbo lawyer stuff, which none of us understood. Mm-hmm. So I, being a smartass, or whatever you want to call it, I said to the guy, let me ask you a question. What happens if you don't sign it? He said, well, if you don't sign it, we take you right back to the city. Right? <laughs> be so, of course, we all signed it, of course. And actually, this is a true story, uh, China was supposed to be in the commercial, and her and X Pac or Six Pack, whatever they used to call him, they were going out at the time, and they were in both in a drunken stupor, and they couldn't get a hold of her, and they had to dub uh, Kanan later on into the commercial, and China got fired that day, and so wow. did X Pac, because when Vince McMahon says you got to be somewhere, you got to be there. End of story, and. The funny part of this is we didn't get paid for about eight months. We kept bugging the agency, and she sent most of the guys. There were like 12 of us. And she sent most of the guys, and she couldn't get paid because Vince McMahon wouldn't sign off on the checks. And finally, she said to him, listen, these guys keep bugging me. I got to pay them, but I got to get paid by you. I don't have 24 grand to lay out, you know. Um, So finally, we got paid, but it took us eight months. So it's a kind of funny story, though. The XFL. So I was in the first XFL commercial ever and it showed on Channel 9. We each got about two grand for that, and it showed on a local station here, Channel 9. It must have been, I can't tell you how many times.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm.
4: And the cheerleaders from the XFL were there in in, in mini skirts and freaking short tops and they were freezing their asses off <laughs> we were like, "Oh, this is good this is good the headlights are showing <laughs> yeah um, yeah turn on the brights, steed <laughs> yeah the brights were on oh yeah the, the brights were on that's for sure
0: <laughs> oh yeah, my they were freezing
4: God. their butts off because it had to be a cold day and 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 there was snow on the ground actually which is what he wanted you know so that's <sighs> a pretty interesting and then the other commercial i did that i really I did one with Joan London another one very when I first started getting back into acting. um, Joan London was doing a commercial with Bob Smith uh, investigative reporter on one of the cable stations and um, they couldn't get this take right and um, I never forgot this it was in Seton Hall University and she stood up and Joan London said I just want you to know you extras are great us professionals suck. And I just thought that was so cool. I thought that was cool. She's a very pretty lady. She really is a very pretty, very nice lady. She was. I thought that was so cool because they just couldn't get this thing right. They had the cup wrong. They, he was looking the wrong way. She did something wrong. He did something wrong. They just, they just couldn't get it together. It was 60 takes for this one 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 shot. And she just stood up and said, you know, you, prof- you extras are great. Us professionals suck. And I thought that was so cool, man. I just thought that was so cool. And she admitted that they were having problems for whatever reason, you know. So those are... Some of the bigger things I've done, uh, and I have, of course, um, the, the rap video with little TJ last year, FN.
0: Yes, that was the best one of all. That's what really got your name out there.
4: Yeah, with FN. Yep, that was that one. And um, I did a commercial for AT&T last year, which is on their website. I played a delivery man. It came out with a new phone, Concera, for construction and uh, delivery guys. Um, I've done a lot of little stuff some big stuff. And um, I drove for Lyft, and when I told somebody young in the back that I was in the the video, they were taking Instagram pictures of me and putting me on Instagram and, you know, taking, can you take a picture of me before I get out of the car, you know? (laughs) And I'm just like a regular guy having fun, enjoying life. And that's what I do in everything I do. Um, That's why Steph and I enjoy our show. Uh, We're not doing it for the money. Yes, if we get some money out of it, fine. Uh, but we're just two guys just BSing. That's what it is. We're bullshitting. We're having fun. We're telling some jokes. We're telling some stories. If you want to listen to us, fine. If you don't, say la vie.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, one of the interesting things, Mike, and Alan, I'm going to let you tell it. Uh, yeah. We've done 10 shows, but yeah. we've had some challenges along yeah. the way. Alan, can you share them? Yeah.
4: The first show, they they blocked you out. You were blocked out for a while, and then and and we kept going a little bit. Uh, Show number three or four. uh, Somebody put a screen over me, so I could barely see Steph, but we still went on with the show. And show number nine. uh, They blocked. We had we had a minute and a half of lost time on one show. Number 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 ten or nine? I believe yeah ten. Yeah, I think that
5: was nine. That was nine. nine.
4: Nine, but we, yeah, we so we've had them. some
5: challenges along the way Yeah, but
0: mm-hmm. They're not
4: stopping us baby there Ain't nothing stopping us
0: mm-hmm.
5: Ain't nothing stopping
3: us now You
0: know that- <laughs> Exactly Or maybe you guys can sing or something Or maybe you can bring some uh, special guests on as well, well too So yeah
3: when,
0: when, when they block
4: Steph I just tell some jokes You know, Like I have a joke that What do you get when you turn a blonde upside down And that's a brunette <laughs> 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 You know uh, we, we, Steph and I have a way of pulling up he, Steph has a way of pulling stuff out of me and he loves my humor he knows how I think we, we just were texting yesterday and we had like what a 10 minute like text about I forget what it was about but we just
5: yeah yeah we, we, yeah we covered the topic and it was drop dead funny I'm saying gee you know that could have been good for Thursday but every time I speak with Alan it's always a comedy bit waiting to happen because I'll talk about my day. He'll talk about his day. You know, I had one the other night. I went out to sing karaoke. And I had to go to the bathroom. You know, I had ate this pizza. I got to go to the bathroom. So, as I go in the bathroom, I have this small bathroom with a, a stand-up stall. And next to it is the uh, the, the crapper, let's say. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, there's a guy standing there. And he's relieving himself, right? And I want to use the bathroom the stall. But the door only swings towards him. And I said to the guy, I'm sorry, man. I said, I'm going to wait till you're done. I don't want to hit you in the dick, you know, with the. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, you know, I could be a moil today. He looks like what's that? I said, you know, I give you a circumcision tonight. No charge. <laughs> right.
4: He became he became a moil for free, a free moil. He was going
0: to keep the tips. <laughs> oh somebody had the balls are doing i'm sure
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: so oh the, guy, the guy
5: was pretty good about it you know he uh he laughed about it he goes yeah it goes bad construction on this bathroom i said i'll say you're oh. lucky you you would have been a casualty tonight
4: oh my <laughs> gosh it would have been a midget it would have really been in trouble <laughs> so talking about but
5: you know it's today. like in new york alan right yeah. we were in new york in november Right. And there was a line for each bathroom by right. a central park there. 50 right. people on the male bathroom and 50 on the women. Do you oh think that gosh. we could have waited? No. <laughs> right.
4: So, so this just happened to me and this is going to be on our show Thursday night. And I'm going to tell the story real quick. I was in a city uh, Saturday. I had, I was having a meeting with somebody, a group. And um, there was a Whole Foods across the street from where we were. And I had gone to the public bathroom, which is the one that Steph was talking about earlier in the day. And here it is like around 8 o'clock. And I said, you know what, I got to go. And one of the guys in the meeting said that he was, that he had gone at Whole Foods. So I figured, oh, you know what, Whole Foods is a nice bathroom figure. I figure, so I'll I'll go there. So I walk in. I have no idea where the bathroom is. And I asked some guy. He says, well, it's upstairs. So I follow. So I go upstairs. I see the sign for the bathroom. And I get to the bathroom. And they only have toilets with doors and there's a code and I'm looking at it like I don't know what kind of freaking code is this what kind of code well there's a sign that says you need a code on the bottom of your receipt from Whole Foods
0: oh
3: geez so
4: I didn't buy anything from Whole Foods and I'm standing here now I got to go real bad okay so I see this lady and she sees me I'm like I, I, I don't have no code so she says listen <laughs> I have my receipt here punch in, punch in the code on my receipt see if it works so she tells me 5653 so I do that and I get in and I come out and there's three women there and they're trying to get in and they don't, I said, they're reading the sign. They go, Oh, we threw our receipt out. Oh, I said, well, listen, you can't get in without that code. So I said, listen, the lady before me gave me a code five, six, five, three. Why don't you try it? So they did. And they got in, but whole Foods is trying to say, if you don't buy something from them, you can't go to the bathroom.
5: Really? You, know, you know, it's funny, Alan, there's thousands of people in New York, right? And with this, I'll call this bathroom pandemic is what I'm going to call it. And because of it, right. nobody in New York smiles. Everybody's got a right. frown. I got to go. I got to go. Oh I don't go. know what to do. So and they're, York, they're all ready to cry like they, they, they just ate an onion because right. they got to pee. Right. <laughs> There's nowhere to go.
4: So New York went to the toilet and you can't go to the toilet. Oh, my gosh. Without a whole food receipt. <laughs> so other words, they're saying to you. That if you don't buy something from Whole Foods, you can't go to the bathroom. And it's a unisex bathroom. It's a it's a it's a door, they all have it's a door, they all have like five or six doors, and with a code, a code thing where you gotta punch in the code.
0: So if you gotta go really bad and you don't have a receipt,
4: you're peeing
5: on the floor probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.
5: No, it's it's really bad. it, it really yeah. is. I mean, it's a shame in New York State. I got a oh. t shirt on Zazzle called State of Confusion. Now we got Gov- Governor Cuomo's picture. You know the dawn of New York. You know
4: because on, on the back is a ball, ball of confusion,
3: not to, oh, be, no. not to be confused <laughs> with the song. But anyway,
5: so
4: speaking speaking of that, now that's just sort of a story that I that I even Steph doesn't know, and I don't think you know this story, Mike. Go ahead. Uh, when I was driving for Lyft, I took somebody into the city. Like I said, it's about an hour away from my house, and it was like 72nd or 1st Avenue. And on the way back, I got to go to the bathroom. And I can't find a place to go because parking in New York is very tough. And I'm going towards the Lincoln Tunnel. I am on—I I'm, I'm believe I'm on Ninth Avenue, which is where the Lincoln Tunnel comes in effect. And I see this little deli. And I pull up to it. And I put my flashers on. And I say to the guy, listen, I got to go really bad, man. And he says, listen, go behind that door there. And there's a bathroom. So I go behind the door and the bathroom, but it's locked. Um, I, so I run back. Guys, listen, the, the door's locked. What the hell's going on? Go, oh, it must be my helper. So he knocks on the door, and the guy says, "Listen, can you get out?" This guy's got a bad. The guy says, "I'm taking the shit." <laughs> so, so, he goes out of the door. And he says, "You got to wait for the guy." Well, I can't hold it. Okay, it's it's a cold day, and I'm really I really got to go bad. So he has a slop sink with pots in it. So I pull the pots to the side, and I whip it out, and I go. And he had a hose. He had like a hose, you know. So I hose it down and I go, I run out of the door and he goes, um, so did you go? I go, no, no, I, I got to go. I, I can't hold it no more. And I zip through the tunnel
3: after that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, uh, hey, you got to go. You got to go, man. Uh, I, got, I, think, I got one now, Alan. I, I, told, think, I told I told I, this I one uh, the last, out, I last week. Out,
5: yeah. I told this one last week. I'm working yeah, yeah. in Florida, Circuit City, and, and a customer interrupts the sales. says, listen, I want that TV, but I got to go to the bathroom. Please help me. Show me where the bathroom is. You got to show me. Yeah. So I said, it's over there. He goes, no, no, please sh- come with me. I'm saying, you know, what's up with this? So I walk him over you to the bathroom to and all of a sudden, as he's entering the bathroom, he's got diarrhea and he's plopping on the floor. Oh.
0: And now he
5: goes in the bathroom. So I go to the break room and, and on the way out, I hear help, help, stuff and help. And I'm like, what's going on? And I go to the bathroom. The guy's got no clothes on. There's crap all over the floor. He goes, I don't know what to do. What can I do? So I says, wait, wait here. I says, I got to get the janitor.
0: Oh, no.
5: I go get the janitor for this poor guy. The janitor comes. He sees the trail of doodle going into the bathroom. He goes, you son of a bitch. I go, what do you mean me, son of a bitch? I said, I didn't do it. Open up the the bathroom door, you imbecile. (laughs) The guy's in there. The guy's in there. I need help. He says, I'm here to clean the bathroom. You're on your own.
1: (laughs) Yeah, really? (laughs) The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios.
0: Here it's Mike from The Mike Wagner Show. The Mike Wagner Show can be heard on over 30 podcast platforms, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple, and more. Coming soon to Podbeam, Buzzsprout, Pandora, and TuneIn, where The Mike Wagner Show interviews great guests, cool conversation, lots of laughs, coffee, and more. Take The Mike Wagner Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to The Mike Wagner Show on the YouTube channel and follow The Mike Wagner Show on Instagram and Twitter today. Hey, hey, this is Ray Powers. And if there's one thing you can count on in these unpredictable times, it's that you're in good hands getting some great radio, courtesy of The Mike Wagner Show.
4: That brings me to another story that that this is true. You know, I was in Florida for about seven years ago or eight years ago. I was in Florida and I left. And one of my friends, my my best friend's brother, who was my best friend at one time, but he went on his own for a while. But anyway, and so he happened to be in Florida visiting his father when I was leaving. So he said to me, I tell you what, I want to go back up to Jersey with you because I need to get home. He lived in Jersey. He said, I'll drive with you. Um, So the first day I drive. And we get into South Carolina. And right across from our hotel is a Waffle House. So we decide we're going to eat there. And then we're going to go to bed. And it was Super Bowl Sunday. So we watched the Super Bowl. And then we went to bed. We got the next morning. And we go to breakfast at the Waffle House. And he says, you know, excuse me, I want to get biscuits and gravy. I go, listen to me. You haven't had biscuits and gravy in 25 years. But I love them. I said, listen, me, <laughs> you're not 40 years old now. You're 60-something years old or 60 years old, whatever we were at the time. And I said, listen, don't get it because you don't know how it's going to react on your stomach. Well, he decides to get it, and I get a sausage sandwich or something like that. I forget exactly what I had. And um, anyway, so we, we get in the car, and my friend never liked to drive. Even when we were kids, he hated to drive. He said, "Bring pick me up. And I used to drive his mother's car all the time because he hated to drive. So he's driving, and I see him shaking like this, and, and I go, listen, you're trying to tell me you don't want to drive. So he drove about 100 miles. I said, listen, pull over, let me drive. So we're supposed to be in Jersey around three o'clock in the afternoon, and that was our estimated time, maybe three, four, something like that. Well, we get to Maryland, and he says, you got to pull over. He says, you got to go to the rest area right now. Like, do you mean? I go, what do you mean? I got to go? What do you mean? I got to stop? I'm. You're almost into Jersey. We're going to Delaware and then Jersey. Delaware is not that long. It's state. No, no, you don't understand. I got to take a crap right now. So he goes in the bathroom, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. Next thing I know, it's three hours, and the guy <laughs> is trying to clean the bathroom, and he says, what the hell's wrong with your friend? I'm trying to close the bathroom. I said, don't ask me. Well, the biscuits and gravy, not only did it clean him out, but it gave him diureticulitis on top of that.
3: Oh,
0: that's painful.
4: Right. So we had his brother waiting for us. Instead of getting a jersey like four, maybe we end up getting a jersey at eight o'clock because he spent three hours in the bathroom in Maryland and the janitor wasn't too happy because he was putting overtime in. And he wanted to go home and he had a closed bathroom. <laughs> so I told him not to. I told him not to eat it, though.
0: He didn't listen to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think that's a lesson to be learned. Never have biscuits and gravy like that.
4: <laughs> right. Well, he hadn't had it in 25 years. So we don't know how it's going to listen. If you eat something you haven't had in 25 years, you don't know how your system is going to handle it now. Or or do you remember how it handled it before? Maybe he had this problem before and he didn't remember 25 years later. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, although if I if I was in the bathroom for three hours, I think I remember that, though.
0: (laughs) Yes, it's like, don't do that again. I'll tell you. Right.
4: Right. So we just have fun on our show. We tell stories and we don't mention anybody's name. Well, we do a few St. John's, you know, there's a St. John's cemetery that has a lot of uh, mafioso people buried. And we talk about stories about that.
5: Well, the interesting mm-hmm. thing about that is, Alan, if I can just uh, interject yeah. for a second, is I went to go pay my respects to my grandparents and my relatives that are in that cemetery. Right. And while I'm in there, I, I met a guy and he's telling me, you know who's buried here? Oh, no, tell me. <laughs> well, Carlo Gambino, John Gotti, Neil de la Croce, uh, Joe Profaci, Lucky mm-hmm. Cien- mm-hmm. Luciano. Mm-hmm. I can go on and on. So every time I would go, I start taking pictures and I made a little series. I put it on my uh Internet channel, uh, wise guys or us or whatever, and, and show people of uh, w- what I discovered in, in that cemetery. It's a it's a mob cemetery, unbeknownst to me. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's 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 a story. It's a video. It's uh, it's entertainment. You know, right. and these guys aren't going to come after me because they're all dead. You know,
4: it's <laughs> all so most of their
5: relatives,
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. or, or their second or, or third or fourth cousins, or, uh, whatever. So.
4: Hey, Steph, tell them about the the, the, the YouTube channel and the live stream channel. Right,
5: right. Yeah, the the YouTube channel. Well, I started a show on the Internet Guy for the letter, the number four and the letter U. U, And on that, I've got the BS show, which is a playlist there. And then I realized after about the seventh week, I'm saying, you know, it looks like we're on to something here. So I gave it its own branding. Now it's the uh, the BS show, Steph and the G-Man. So that way, because there's five other, at least, Alan, right? BS Uh, BS shows. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when Alan came up with the name, uh, fine. And then I I came to look, I go, well, you know, I got to have a variation of that because we are really going to be the official BS BS show, the way we're going, because we have, you know, like in real estate, it's location, location, location. We've got content, content, content. I mean, Alan's stories are, you know, Exquisite, you know they're, they're they're top of the line, you know the stories like that. Some of the things I'll interject the, the way we get the chemistry that we have together, right. Uh, right. you can't lose with what we what we use because we've always got something. We got all segments, and as I said, Mike, it's it's taking on its own life, and the, those are some of the places that you can see it on those two YouTube channels. So that's you where you have can you. see it.
4: Don't Live
5: stream too, right? You have a live stream channel too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we, we live stream every Thursday, and also on the uh, the YouTube channel, I've got playlists with all the popular comedians that I mentioned before my early beginning, and they're on that channel. So you can go to playlist if you want to hear Buddy Hackett, if you want to see Johnny Carson, Dean Martin, you, you know, yada yada yada, even Seinfeld. I give you the full, you know, comedy, you know, uh, assortment. So that way you pick and choose. Yeah. You, you're there to watch us but we're going to show you all the people that we learn from we like, right. and you know because you have to give back the, the respect to you know uh, the people that created the industry for you mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, uh, for example all the older Jews uh, the Yiddish uh, where comedy came out of uh, a lot of the, the, the Jewish comedians and, the came out of the and funny is funny whether you're Jewish or whether you're a Gentile funny is funny You got a punch word. You got a punch line. And then if that goes well, you come back with a topper. So when you know the actual uh, elements to how to write a joke, it's kind of easy to to be a comedy writer, but it's harder to deliver because that takes practice. And that takes. Oh, yeah. And that takes stage time to do that. And you have to be really comfortable. And now today and Alan could correct me here. There are no places to really perform as they used to be. It's
4: starting to open up a little bit, but yeah, but that's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Mm-hmm.
5: So what, what does the comedian have to do? He has to go on with a mask just to, to perform. I mean, <laughs> so when, when you take away the element of relaxing, you take away the, uh, you know, the, the you, put, you put the fear in there. It's very difficult you know, for somebody to laugh because they're saying, well, gee, you know, uh, I don't know if I'm going to get through this pandemic. I got to get home from here. So to me, it's at a disadvantage right now for comedy to even be, you know, big right now because of the, the climate of the country.
0: Mm -hmm. And also political correctness also, um, you know, factor in as well too. a lot of comedians out there won't go on the road, especially the college towns. They're afraid to get uh, sued or if they offend somebody too. So we're
4: not afraid to, we're not afraid to offend anybody. We're will equally offend anybody.
5: Exactly. <laughs> Equal opportunity offenders. That's what we yeah. are. You know? Matter of fact. I like you know, that. Yes. Because well, yes. that's what we do. And yeah. uh, I see stuff. I go, you know what? I don't, you know, no, not on my watch. You know, right. don't blow smoke in my direction. If you do, you better be a magician.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
5: and a comedian. I used to work with Chips Cooney. And he was on uh, that show with uh, Howie Mandel, whatever. He's trying to be the, the the funniest comic or whatever. And. He had a thing about slaps where he would have a video where he'd be slapped. All famous actors getting slapped in videos. And I realized, you know what? People need to get maybe head slapped to wake right. them up and say, you know what? Snap out of this haze that we're in. You know, trust, but verify. Don't buy into the BS. And that's how the show started because of all the BS. So when I see something, I'll, 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 I'll analyze it. and say, what do you think about this? Is this political? You know. Screw politically correct. What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. You know, and they made a good book and they call the Bible. Mm-hmm. Right. Basic instructions before leaving earth, for example. You've got the Torah. You've got other books that tell you treat people the way you want to be treated. You know, don't don't be, a, a, you know, a hiding behind, a, you know, sheep's clothing and, and acting like, you know, everything's OK. Vote for me and I'll set you free. It's not true, you know what we're where we're at in this country right now. I don't see anybody standing up and talking about just the the craziness about what's going on. Like a dozen years ago, I did the comedy CD, "It's a Crazy World," and you know what? I'm ready to do part two. <laughs> I, I, I say
0: I say go for it. In fact, uh, I could see right now. Remember the film from '63? It's a mad, 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 right, mad, right, mad world. We we should do like. Um, a matter, 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 matter world. It's like, you know, right. throw all the t- today's comedians, actors, actresses, and everything. You had every big name in there in 63. And, and of course, you know, my boys watched it like nobody knew who, who right. what a comedian were, but like, it was still funny as hell. I mean, if, if any uh, smart guy out there, if they're going to do remakes, they should do a remake of It's a Mad, 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 Mad World, even matter in today's society. It's like, well, you know, like throw-
4: we, we, we say that you, now you can have a, A fender bender with a transgender.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what. what, Yeah, we 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 created that uh, that play on words uh, because you know, I you know they want to have like for example the bathroom the the transgender like the the bathroom you know what about little kids they go in there you know Mm -hmm. what what kind of impression are you giving them when somebody's really a man but just as a woman but I got to go to the bathroom you know come on Bruce Jenner get out of here
4: you
3: know (laughs) as a cake.
4: I say Bruce Jenner is going to uh, – Caitlyn Jenner is going to run a five-mile decathlon before he runs for governor.
5: <laughs> well, he should run south because Mexico's not that far from California, you know?
4: <laughs> well, you know, Mec- you know, Southern California is going to be Little Guatemala very shortly.
5: And who's going to be the president? Juan mm. Valdez. Juan Valdez. And you know <laughs> what? I want the coffee right now
0: yeah i i guess the way things are going would not be surprised as well too is just like you know i got the baja and everything else and um you know it wouldn't surprise me and uh well, there Tiawato, was something I
4: w- well mike do will be the capital of of little guatemala
0: <laughs> yeah yeah trade president yeah yeah you, you, you uh you uh you trade off like a a 50 dollar blanket for like five bucks or something or like a 20 dollar hat for two. Oh. right yeah i I, I think I can see that happening, too. And, um, you know, I remember Kamala Harris was saying something about, um, you know, how uh, the United States should model out for California. I, I said three words. God help us.
4: Well, you know what I call her hooker Harris.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or is if it who got
4: Brown? If it wasn't for Willie Brown. She would never be where she is. <laughs> because she slept
5: around. She ended up with around, Willie Brown. I got it. Yeah, Willie Brown. <laughs> yeah. Downtown <laughs> Willie Brown. You <laughs> know, right. He, he had a hotel a in right. every corner downtown, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or, or or was that
0: bad, bad Leroy Brown or something?
5: Hey, that's that his cousin. That's <laughs> <was brother.
0: laughs> yeah, well, he had like a Continental and an Eldorado too, and a razor right. Shoe. He got knocked out, you know, a loose tooth or something. Yeah.
5: Right, right. Vote now, for now, me, I set you free.
4: Wrap on, brother. Right. <laughs> yeah. and I called Biden backward Biden because uh, the only thing he could do is sign his name with a new with a new gold pen. That's all we've seen him do so far.
5: <laughs> and the oh. other guy who knows what happened to him he's off in the sunset you know trump <laughs>
0: <laughs> or he's probably playing golf somewhere too and maybe you're playing golf in canada or try and play golf in mexico or maybe or maybe in he's in brownsville hit a hit a golf ball and went over the wall or something
5: he deserves to enjoy his life i think mm-hmm. it's time i've never seen a man i don't know we're supposed to be talking about comedy but i've never seen a man take as much abuse as that man did in all the time that he was trying to be the president or run the country. No one has ever, you know, been crucified every day like he has, but yet it rolled off his back. So he has a strong constitution, probably strong bowel too. He's not going to the bathroom <laughs> because he's not scared shitless to say what he thinks. <laughs> Garry Shitless. To
4: foods anyway because it doesn't have a receipt, so we can't go there.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, he must buy the place, though. <laughs> he probably owns the Whole food. Yeah, that's probably possible. Yeah, yeah
0: he, he goes here. I'll buy a store for a million dollars and let me go to the damn bathroom. <laughs>
5: right,
3: right, that's right. Um, well, at right.
5: least he has his own building where he can go to his own bathroom. As mm-hmm. a matter of fact, the Trump t- yeah, Towers, it. the Trump Towers, used to allow you to go to the bathroom. So that was one of my stops. I would go to Barnes and Noble to get a book or whatever or something. And if I had to go to the bathroom, and I either Barnes & Noble, the, uh, the library that Al and I have talked about, or going up to Trump's building. Not because I wanted to patronize the place, because I had to go.
4: Because <laughs> I had, had a gold mural, that's why. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> We're but, competing on gold. So if you've never been there, I'm going to put a plug for it. That's a nice right. building there. And one day I'm walking there, and I, was, I probably had to go to the bathroom that day, and there's a film crew there. And they said, can we talk to you? I said, okay. What do you think about the writing on the ground? And he says, what writing is over there? It says Black Lives Matter. I said, well, who did it? He said, oh, the mayor and some other people did it. I go, that's pretty childish. You know, know, in front of a man's building on Fifth Avenue. Right. Right. the, The wealthiest street in New York. It's like. Is he playing with a full deck? Well, I know they didn't put my interview on (laughs) because I pretty much said, you know, like uh, this guy's
3: this
5: guy's a jerk. And, you know, what's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. The night that Trump uh, was elected, I happened to be in the Trump Towers. I think I told Alan the story. And the people got up in arms because he won. I guess he wasn't supposed to win, they thought. And he did a masterful job winning. And I'm there at the bar with a couple of people, and they're celebrating. all of a sudden, the Secret Service says to us, "We got to get you all out of here because there's 5,000 angry people coming up Fifth Avenue towards the Trump Towers." Really? So they, t- yeah, so they took us out of a side door and took us down towards Lexington Avenue, a block away from Fifth Avenue, which is the front entrance of the building. So that way, we we would live to enjoy another day. That way, I could be on the show with you tonight. <laughs>
0: ah yes yeah thank god yeah thank god for the secret service i'll tell you that and of course you know you're right too the fact that um if if that were to happen you wouldn't be with us today you wouldn't be with um alan as well too i mean right. i mean you guys are just amazing i gotta say that and um and, and of course uh just uh one thing i mean i i think we forgot to mention as well too it's like where can we find your um your bs show at tell everybody where you're located
3: yeah, it's well you're the
5: guy well you can tell them alan get tell him.
0: Well,
4: we're on the BS show with Stefan the G Man on YouTube, and we have live stream the BS with Stefan the G Man also.
5: And, we're and then YouTube. we also have I'm also streaming to the first channel, which is the Internet Guy for you on the BS show playlist. So if you don't catch it on the new one, and you're still accustomed to going to my older one, because my older one has a lot of different things here on there, a lot of categories. But in all fairness to Alan and myself. I figured let's give it the show its own identity, which we have. But at the same point, old habits are hard to break. So if people have a habit going to the one channel, I'm begrudge them of, of going to that channel. It's easier for me to just live stream, as you know, to another place and, you know, target another market. And so that's kind of what we're doing. But those are the places that you can find us. And as I said with Alan, I, you know, we're having fun. Two guys just BSing. And we've got a lot of things to share with people, and people want to be in the know. Then that's the place they have to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And the know have to go, especially when you have to go to the bathroom. So
5: that's right, because we can direct them to bathrooms, especially in the state of New York and New Jersey. Because Alan, both of us know, we got a list of like where you can go and where you can't go. So we can help right. people like come people coming to New York. You know, <laughs> give them a, a a tourist a little uh, agenda.
4: <laughs>
5: where to go. Where to go? Oh, where not, go? Oh, we're not go. <laughs> we're where
0: where to go. Where to go and where not to go. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. We're telling them where
4: to go. Yeah. But we tell there's a few politicians we like to tell them where to go too. We're not gonna go. Yeah,
5: but they but they're not listening. Well, they're not listening. Know it, you know it gets yeah. me. guy can molest 20, 30, 40 women and you know, I'm not resigning. Right. It's like, huh? Are you serious? You know? And in my mind, with all the money that some of these guys have, why are they hitting on women that, that, you know, that are not available, especially if you're 20, 30 years older than a woman, you know, unless you're going to pay her, why would she want to go with an old, you know, uh, rooster? You know, it's just, you know, think, you know, so you look at it and they're not really playing with a full deck and their ego, they're playing with their ego and they got to leave the ego at the door. But if you get busted in something, you got to fess up.
0: I think they're playing pocket pool. They can't find the eight ball. (laughs) Pocket (laughs) pool can't find the eight ball. I like that.
5: (laughs) Well, they got a deck of cards, but they're not playing with the cards. They're playing with just the box. I mean, the lights are on, but I don't think any of them are home. And uh, it's just a shame because who's running the state? They sure aren't. And then in New York here, you got, well, we'll open up the state in August. Well, you know, now it's May 3rd, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Now so, 4th, so now, you know, July 4th, you keep pushing it back. I want to know why. You know, it's, it's ridiculous to, 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 to hold that many people hostage. In the state that we're in, in New Jersey, there's millions of people. Right. Right. And where you are could be totally different. But the thing is, common sense, good hygiene will solve most problems. You mm-hmm. know, if you got bad breath, buy moth- mouthwash. You know, what can I tell? You know, that's pretty much it. If you have a cough, you know, you know, cover your face,
0: cover yourself. Right.
5: You know, so it's common sense. But to to make everybody mandated a law that you have to do it when there's not enough evidence to support it is wrong. And to, Mm -hmm. you know, and and to do what they're doing under the, the fear factor. I resent that. I resent that because the evidence is not there when you get a guy like Bill Gates who wants to be uh, the promoter of good health. You don't even know about computers. He bought a computer company, had people run it, and his partner, Paul Allen, was the brains of it. And, and he them buys them. Paul Allen out to keep secrecy about his secrets or whatever. It's uh-huh. like, you know what? I wouldn't give you a nickel for any Microsoft product at all. As a matter of fact, I, I had the Linux commercials. I did a Linux uh, tutorials on Blog Talk. I'm a Linux guy. I would never use a Microsoft computer ever. I wouldn't give him any money, no way, no how. He's got a 340-foot yacht with 50 people to take care of him. Why would I want to give him money? I think he's got that's
0: money. what he's got. Hmm. And, and here's a guy that's trying to be richer than uh, Jeff Bezos. It's like, what? Bezos is about to be like the first uh, trillionaire or something, even when he stepped down from Amazon? Boy. And the, pro-
5: and the problem with that, Mike, is this. We live in states that are, have mom-and-pop stores, and Alan could vouch for this. Yeah. All the mom and pop stores have just about went out of business That's right. Right. and they've forced everyone to have to go to Amazon. Now right. I'm from the old school. I still go to electronics store. One of my Jewish friends, I'll, I'll throw the plug out there. And when I need something, I could, I go anywhere, but I like to buy from people that I like, right? I could go to Amazon, but I'd rather make a trip to see someone that I know have a good relationship with and right. I'll get it for the same price or whatever. And if I need it delivered, I can do whatever. But, I want that, that that personal touch, you know, as a, for a salesman or a company because I don't want to have to get something. Alan knows this. I've had people play around with uh, chargers because I uh, mess up my computers, whatever. But I'll order a couple of chargers, Mike, and I'll get them. And I know what I'm ordering because I used to manage it in, uh, a retail store with electronics. And I get the wrong charger three different times. Oh, jeez. And- and three different places uh, from Amazon or uh, eBay or from uh, the other one that's up there. And I'm saying to myself, wait a minute, I know what I'm ordering. I took a, p- a picture of it. I know what I got. So it's like, I, for me, I'm not the guy that t- to use Amazon. So I have to y- use, you know, old fashioned ways. So way I know I see it, I got it. I'm not going out of the store until I look at it. And I, I look at the model. And I'm going to make sure this is an exact match. So for me, Amazon doesn't work, but these guys make a ton of money on it. And then another thing, they leave the package at your doorstep. But well, what if somebody takes it?
0: Porch pirates, you're right. And, and in fact, I was reading something too over Christmas time. And that's like, just brought tears my eyes in a sad way. That they announced that um, all the Amazon uh, workers were getting like $300. What was it like? Um, bonuses and the part-timers were 150. I went, all that work for that?
4: Yeah. Well, he's not exact. He, he wants to put it in his pocket. He's got he's got a nice uh, divorce settlement. And now I understand today that Melinda Gates is leaving Bill Gates today. Really? Uh, just, just announced. Yeah.
0: What, really? So what happened was this the same fate that happened to uh, Bezos? Um, it doesn't it, it
4: doesn't, I didn't read the whole article, but I just saw it right
5: before we came. Oh, up. so so let me see if I understand this. I'm, I'm going to put out a revelation here today. Yeah. So Bill Gates, his wife. Right. right. Is leaving him. Yes. Okay, so there is a rumor out there, and I'm going to throw it out there. Paul Allen could tell you this, and probably Steve Ga- uh, Steve Jobs is not here, but he would know this for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. But Bill Gates and his wife might be transgender. Right, very possible. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is Squibb is, and the reason I say this is because they ha- You know, uh, uh, show me your friends, and I'll show you who you are. Well, he ha- he-, he his circle he hangs out with is all transgender people. So, and his wife too. So, when you see these things and you see that, you say birds of a feather usually flock together. Mm-hmm. So, if she's leaving him, it might be because the rumor has is, is been out there. But now, all of a sudden, people are fact checking to find out. Like, you have the guy uh, uh, from WikiLeaks who they put him in jail, uh, Julian Assange. Right. And uh, he was an information man, right? So you're not getting that information anymore, but I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of people don't like the stuff that their, their dirt is starting to surface, but th- that is another reason why this chance trans- transgender thing has taken on another life and they made it ridiculous because one size doesn't fit all. Right. You know? And, uh, yeah, and, and your walk of life has may have nothing to do with that walk of life, but don't have me force me to accept something that makes no sense doesn't make sense at all. And if your kids see that, Confusing. they're going to be influenced by that. And you better prep them to the reality of today. And, and, and they're going to have to vote for these type of individuals. And that's sad because if you don't know who you are, how, how in the world can you run the country? Right. You I know Barack, Barack Obama, for example, they gave him a ticket on the beltway. The cops gave him a ticket because he was driving the country in the wrong direction.
0: Oh my gosh.
5: You know, so this is a kind of, so if you're going to have a leader, you know, follow somebody who uh, you can depend on, you can trust, not somebody who doesn't, not even sure of their identity. And to Mm -hmm. me, I have a problem with that. Don't give me that. Why? They don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. They have to to go through therapy for years before they'll they'll cut off the pecker, for example. Right. That's, you know.
0: Or showing off like Basil's did, and that's what caused the divorce. Makes you wonder if uh, Bill did that to um, Melinda or whatever it is. It's like you I know, point. Today, right? you never know.
5: Well, the point of the matter is, you can't <clears throat> make people accept things that just aren't their way of life. I mean, yes. the Bible Belt, for example. You know, they're not buying that whatsoever. You know, and if they know it's true, they'll say it's the devil's work. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: no it's a crazy person's work they don't know you know what's going on you know i, I can't you know for me I, the guy was on a wheaties box we'll use bruce Jenner for, ex- right. for example mm-hmm. now all of a sudden what's he going to be on victoria's secrets box <laughs> and, and the thing oh with gosh. bruce jenner i would say matt allen i'm going to you know take up a donation tonight i, I think I'll, I'll i'll donate 50 bucks for the bruce jenner you know cut off the penis fund so that way he can really become a full woman <laughs> I'll, I'll maybe a, I'll make it a hundred, you know, but because <laughs> yeah. really it takes a lot. I, I can't say, I can say this. It would take a lot of balls, but you life. know, he don't need balls. So right. it would take a lot of, <laughs> a lot of uh, clitoris to actually right. end up doing that. And that's a lot psychologically. So these guys that are, are, are masquerading as women haven't gone, gone did the full Monty, you know, right. And uh, I crack up. It's like you know, uh, you're only halfway there. You know, talk to me when you're all the way there.
4: <laughs> right. right, you're going to switch teams, switch all the way.
0: Oh, exactly. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I'll go halfway across the plate. Go on the other side at least.
0: Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> oh man, has so much fun with you guys. It feels like I'm part of the show. And um, and once again, where can we find the BS show at, guys?
5: Well, you can find it uh, on YouTube, the BS chan- the BS show, Stuff and the G-Man, and also uh, the Internet Guy for you, those two places you can find it. And it'll be on every Thursday night. We're either 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, so we, we flip either or. But once the show goes live, the show is up there continuously. It's on a playlist, so it's oh, easy to find and easy to enjoy.
0: We certainly – we certainly do that. And uh, any final thoughts before we wrap up? We'd love to have you back on, especially um, later in the year when you guys get the season 100, 200, or whatever it is, or li- like, say, have Billy Crystal on or something like that, or, um, y- you know, try to get, um, you know, one of the Jenners on or something or Kardashians or whoever, but...
5: <laughs> well, you know what we'll do? Alan, I'm going to be going to Chinatown soon. I'm going to see if I can get Jackie Hands, you know, to uh, show up and hang out with oh, us. Oh, oh. One hung low to to
4: show up, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. One hung low, J-Lo, yes.
4: (laughs) Fill the crack, whatever. But anyway, um, but what I I always say at the end, and and Steph knows this a lot of times, I say, listen, if you want to listen to us, fine. If you don't, that's your prerogative. Uh, Because what I do, you know, I'm sick of the progressive commercials and the Geico commercials and the Liberty Mutual commercials on TV. And what I do is I shut the sound down. So if you don't wanna hear us, you don't listen to us. If you like what we say, you like you think we're funny, you subscribe to our channel and you'll get it all the time. And if you don't, well, then we're not for you, that's all.
3: Nope. Nobody- <laughs>
0: And, of course, that's a good thing as well, too. And, guys, I uh, just want to say, very thank you for your time. You guys have been absolutely amazing. You're definitely welcome to come back anytime. Just drop me a line. G. you've got my uh, number and everything, and, um, you know, Steph as well, too. So, once again, from the BS show, uh, G-Man and Steph here on the mic right on your show. Guys, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing and looking forward to having soon. Just keep us up to date. You guys have been fantastic. All
4: right, thank you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike.
1: If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Sonic Web Studios specializes in custom web design, app development, social networking, search engine optimization, domain registration, email marketing, online stores, and more. Since our birth, we have been designing and developing immaculate websites and providing web solutions which are a cut above the rest. As a leading web designing enterprise, we have a team of extremely talented web designers Designers who are well focused and have the experience of working on multiple web developing platforms such as PHP, Magento, custom WordPress, and more. Sonic Web Studios has been helping businesses of all kinds, whether big, small, established, or startup, impress their audiences with exemplary web solutions. We don't just create beautiful and functional websites, we give you a complete online solution with the main goal of enhancing your yearly revenues. We aim to give your business the online exposure and brand acknowledgement that will help you in achieving increased conversions leading to profitable sales. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level.
2: Thanks for listening to The Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. The Mike Wagner Show can be heard on Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, Anchor FM, Radio Public, and the Show.com. Please support our program with your donations at Show.com. Join us again next time for another great episode of The Mike
3: Wagner Show.